We're talking money, but without the filters. It's the one thing that none of us can escape, but that we still can't talk about without cringing. I'm Victoria, millennial financial advisor. And I'm Ellie, money coach and founder of This Girl Talks Money. Each week, we'll be having a no-holds-barred conversation about real-life money. Nothing's off limits here, so grab yourself a coffee or a cheeky glass of wine and settle on in. Today, we've got an extra special episode on one of our favorite topics of all time, home ownership. We're joined by Ben Osgood, the head of Beehive Money. Beehive Money is a savings app that's helping its members save for a brighter future with their easy, ethical saving products. Their flagship product is the Home Buyer Lifetime ISA, the government-backed account that gives a 25% bonus of up to £1,000 per year back on savings for retirement and that all-important first home purchase, which Ben will tell us all about later. Before becoming head of Beehive Money, Ben was a senior manager for mortgages at the Nottingham, so he knows a thing or two about house buying, which is perfect for all of our listeners. So you can download the Beehive Money app on the Apple App Store or on Android to find out more. Thank you so much to Ben and Beehive Money for sponsoring this episode. We really hope you enjoy it. Hey Ben, it's so great to have you here and uh, I'm so excited to talk to you today about this topic which is very close to my heart and a big one for all of our listeners. So I'm keen to jump right into the questions we've got for you. Buying a house is the number one goal for so many young people in the UK. I'm going to start by asking you, why do you think that is? Yeah, absolutely. It, it, it certainly is. Getting on the property ladder, it's, it's huge. It's a huge goal for millennials and Generation Z alike. And I think it's because it's, it's just such a huge achievement for people. You know, buying a house, it makes you feel settled and safe. And overall, it's a, it's a really big step. You know, and if you've been renting for a while, it, it, it's exciting because you can have decorate however you like. It's, it's a great investment for the long run. You're not paying rent to somebody else who's got a house and a mortgage. And savvy first-time buyers you know they understand that as soon as they get on the property like that purchase it's an investment it's likely to increase in value and what is it that you think is the number one mistake that from your experience you see aspiring homeowners make when it comes to getting on that property ladder and and building up to that big purchase you can't blame people for it but i'd say it's perhaps just not doing as much research into the mortgage and house buying process you know, before they throw themselves in at the deep end with their own personal journey. You know, it, it can be confusing and there's, there's lots of legal jargon and processes to get your head around. So go, th- go th- through a, a good process of reading up about everything that you can. Get, get educated beforehand. Podcasts like this one, for example, are great. You know, our mortgage guides on our blog and chatting to friends and family that have bought houses before, all of that can just really help get customers prepared before they dive into this and you know i guess here's the little salesy bit from russia with the beehive app you can chat to expert advisors from mortgage advice bureau even if you're just researching the process your early days and the whole thing you know they're happy to speak to any type of first time buyer all the way from the beginning of the journey like i said right up until when you're ready to buy if you leave if you do leave it that late but they'll be able to offer guidance on size of deposit whether your credit score is looking healthy Pretty much anything else that you might need, you know, questions answering to, they'll they'll help you out. They'll get you ready to start looking. They'll put in 
you know, help you put an offer in for your first home if that's the point that you're at. I'd definitely say the earlier the better, and that's what Mortgage Advice Bureau are really good at. I think that sounds really, really helpful. And I think as young people, first-time buyers, we often, you're right, like most people just don't do their research. And I think half the problem is most of us just don't know where to start. And there seems to be so many elements and it's like, what do you look at first? Um, so can you tell us a bit more about how we can use Beehive Money to help us get going and get clearer on on what we need to know when we're thinking about buying. Yeah, of course I can. I'd love to, you know, we're super excited about Beehive Money here. So yeah, let me tell you a little bit more about, about who we are. So Beehive Money, it's, it's part of the Nottingham Building Society. Yeah, it's a building society with over 170 years of legacy. And, and that's all about 170 years of helping our members save and buy houses through mortgages. You know, Beehive is the Nottingham's digital brand now. It's where we've moved our lifetime ISA customers over to, as, you know, as well as our other digital savers. Our members were asking for an app, you know, to access their lifetime ISAs from. So I think that's exactly what we've done. And the app has got, it's got loads of great tools and features to help our savers reach their goals for the majority of which is buying their first house. You know, there's a goals tracker in the app, which is great for those customers to track their progress. We just launched our marketplace, which includes really excitingly in-app access to mortgage advice from our partner, Mortgage Advice Bureau. Basically, we just really want to help our members buy their first homes as soon as they're able to. We've been doing it for over 170 years at the Nottingham, and now we're doing it digitally. It's, it's incredibly exciting. Yeah, it sounds like a great product. And I think that for such a big journey as buying your first home, having a a platform which can help make it easier in any way is so valuable. And just to kind of reflect a little bit on the process of buying the house again, what are the key things to actually keep in mind if someone's setting out right at the start of this journey? Okay, yeah. First of all, have really clear sight on what your deposit is going to be, you know, how much you need to save and and aim as high as you can, because at the end of the day, that's your savings goal. That's what's going to unlock the, the door to buying your first house. And the higher your deposit, the more likely you'll qualify for mortgage offers that are out there. Um, you'll be eligible for more of them. And those mortgage offers that you're eligible for are more likely to be at low interest rates, which means that your mortgage at the end of the day is going to be far more affordable. So first thing, definitely focus on your deposits. Another key thing for first time buyers, particularly focused on the deposit, is Consider the lifetime ISA. You know, there's probably no better way to save for your house deposit than a lifetime ISA. You get 25% on top of your savings, which is paid back into your account from the government as a bonus. And what's what's not to like about that? You know, it's up to a thousand pounds a year in bonus, and you can save up to four thousand pounds per tax year into a lifetime ISA. You know, it gives your house savings deposit a, a real boost. You know, Research shows and customers tell us all the time that first-time buyers are the more likely to succeed as well in terms of achieving their savings deposit if they set themselves goals. And that's why in the Beehive app, we've built a handy savings goals tracker um, for our customers where customers can set what their deposit goal is. And as they save, they can watch that tracker moving along. And we can then we can get nudge our customers and inform our customers in terms of how they're getting on against their, their, their goal progress and their savings journey that they're on. And we use handy things like milestones within their goals, which are fundal tasks and reminders and snippets of information and calculators, which are all handy for customers that are in this house buying process, learning what it's all about, 
and what it is they need to, to know at that point, the really exciting point when they're putting the, the offer in for their, for their first house. And as I mentioned earlier on, um, accessing mortgage advice as soon as possible to help understand that process is going to be, you know, is, 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 is really important. And that, that question about how much deposit I, I, I need as a, as a customer buying my first house, uh, they can give you really useful information on that as well. Yeah, that's super helpful. And actually, I'm really interested in the lifetime ISA. I totally agree with you that it's probably one of the best ways you can save up that all-important house deposit. For people who don't know what a lifetime ISA is and are wondering whether they can get one, how they can get one, can you tell us a little bit more? Yeah, it's, it's crucial to understand whether you qualify and all the ins and outs of the product before you before you go take one out. So a really good area to, to talk about here. So if you haven't got a license yet, but you're aged 18 to 39, you are looking to save for your first home, then absolutely it could be ideal for you. It's a tax-free savings account, as I mentioned earlier. It's boosted by a 25% government bonus, which at the end of the day means you can earn up to £1,000 per tax year in bonuses alone right up until you turn at, uh, age 50. And then you'll have interest on top of that as well that, you, that your account um, offers. Um, you can only use uh, a lifetime ISA to buy your first home or fund your retirement from the age of 60. Or you can use it for both purposes. You can keep a lifetime ISA open after you've built your, bought your first house, keep it going to retirement. So if you use the lifetime ISA to buy your first home, just leave the account open, keep saving it until you're 50, and you get the best, the best of both worlds. Your account then matures, and then when you're 60, you can use that lifetime ISA to withdraw as part of your, your retirement savings. Sounds a long way off right now for most people, but it's, it'll soon come around the corner. So life, lifetime ISA deposits, they count towards your annual ISA allowance. You could put away up to 4,000 pound per year. So for every four pound you save in effect, you'll get a one pound government bonus. If you're using it as a first time buyer, you can buy a house up to £450,000 and it must be purchased with a mortgage. It also must be your own home and, and you, so you're not able basically to uh, use it as a buy to let. If you're a first time buyer and have a lifetime ISA elsewhere with £10,000 or more saved already, then you can transfer to Beehive money at the moment with a £50 cash back for doing so. And with that, not only do you get the home buyer lifetime ISA, you'll also get access to the mortgage advice from Mortgage Advice Bureau in the Beehive marketplace. That sounds great. And any free money is good money, is what I would say. Um, so if you qualify for a lifetime ISA, then it sounds like it's a good option to explore. And I've just got one other question on the lifetime ISA. Can you withdraw your money from a lifetime ISA if you open one? Yes, you absolutely can, but it's really important to understand the pitfall of doing so. So, yes, you can withdraw. But if you take money out before you turn 60 for anything else other than buying your first home, you'll have to pay a 25% government withdrawal charge, which does mean you could get back less than what you've paid in. You know, there are some exceptions to that, such as needing to withdraw because of terminal illness, of course, but otherwise that 25% government withdrawal charge applies. Yeah, another thing for first-time buyers to think about is the fact that you must have had your lifetime ISA open for at least 12 months before you use it for buying your first home. Now, if you transfer to another provider, don't worry, that clock doesn't start again. It's 12 months when you first open your lifetime ISA. So if you're hoping to buy your first home in less than a year, 
and don't already have a lifetime ISA, then there may be other accounts that are better for you out there. That's really helpful. Thank you so much. I think a lot of our listeners probably would be perfect candidates for a lifetime ISA. And I, as you know, I'm a financial advisor myself, so have a lot of uh, younger clients who are saving and I do think that they're really amazing products uh, for the right person and for getting that house deposit saved up. Um, moving on to a slightly different topic um, and it's a tricky one but affordability is a word that comes up a lot uh, when we're talking about house buying. What does it actually mean? Yeah, cool. So affordability essentially means cross-referencing your finances with how much you're asking to borrow for your mortgage, plus other homeowner costs and basically seeing if it all adds up. It covers exactly what you'll be able to afford when it comes to getting a mortgage. So that's not just the mortgage itself, it's the cost of moving in, paying bills. It doesn't just cover the monthly repayment on your mortgage. So some of the things that lenders uh, will consider in this assessment is the bills that are going out of your account each each month are obviously starts looking into your lifestyle and things like that. There's scenarios in which you or someone else who could be on the mortgage with you, they may lose their employment. Lenders are really interested in that when it comes to assessing your affordability. But also not just your income could change, uh, the mortgage itself could change. So any changes to interest rates out there, they absolutely have a view on what, what impact that could have on your ability to pay your mortgage. Now, you hear a lot about your people's credit scores and um, credit history. Lenders are completely interested in that and take that into account when it comes to your affordability assessment. So how much credit you're currently using is a consideration. And they'll need things like three months worth of bank statements, um, three months evidence of your income, just to really create a good picture of how you as a customer handle your money on a day-to-day -day basis and how that might impact your ability to, to pay that mortgage. Um, so you really need to do your own assessment on this beforehand, you know, consider what other costs um, you're going to be incurring when you've got that mortgage, but also any costs prior to the mortgage, like your conveyancing, so that's your solicitor's fees, the costs of moving, any bills that might be new to you when you're in your first home, Things like council tax as well, you know, all, all goes into the mix when your, your affordability is being assessed. That's really helpful. And I think for a lot of people, understanding that concept of affordability is difficult sometimes. So that is definitely going to help out. However, there is one question that we get asked time and time again, and it ties into affordability, which is I can afford to pay my rent. I pay my rent every month. I pay a lot of rent. So why can't I get a mortgage, which actually will end up costing less than the rent every month? Yeah, great question. And we speak to so many customers that are frustrated by this. So I completely empathize with, with what you're getting out there. So uh, yeah, customers can often find themselves in a position where they're able to pay their rent regularly, but they're being rejected for a mortgage that they're applying for, for a range of factors. Yeah, and understanding why is really important. So firstly, lenders do what we call a stress test to your affordability. So they look at the big picture, that's for sure, everything we talked about a moment ago. Um, but what they do is look at what, what that looks like today, but what could happen in the future if certain events happen. So if interest rates today fairly low, if they started to shoot up, what impact would that have? Uh, and so sometimes mortgages can feel cheaper than renting today, but when the lender looks at other factors and other scenarios and what might happen in the future, uh, they might not often lead and to 
the same picture and the same outcome. So some of the things to consider is whether your circumstances could change if, if rates go up, will you be able to afford it in the future? You know, how regular is your income? You know, how long have you been in your job? And do you have the right documentation to support you? you know, that's really important to a lender when they're assessing you know, what mortgage they can, they can offer you. Uh, your proof of address and ID is also very useful, how long you've been uh, registered on any electoral role or, or any, any, any credit reference agency is really important. And of course, they're interested in the size of your deposit as well, because that basically means how much equity have you got in that property and how much risk there is to, to the lender. So it's a, it's a really frustrating position for customers to find themselves in. But if you can understand what, what's going on in the lender's decision making, it can really help you um, try and get your situation in the best way possible. So if you're finding yourself in a tricky situation with mortgages, it's because Possibly you're just speaking to one lender, uh, which is perhaps a typical high street lender where you've got your current account and you're speaking to them about your mortgage. Now, that's fairly typical for a lot of customers, but there's a, there's a big mortgage world out there and lots of lenders to be speaking to. So by accessing mortgage advice through a broker network, such as Mortgage Advice Bureau, and I know I'm plugging Beehive money again here, but with those of you guys, you'll have access to over 90 different lenders that have got over 12,000 mortgage products on the market. And you know there could just be one there ready and, and available for you and matches your circumstances. One final question. Is Beehive Money and the Mortgage Advice Bureau just available for first-time buyers or can people that are remortgaging access the Mortgage Advice Bureau service too? Yeah, absolutely. Anyone with any mortgage need at all, the Mortgage Advice Bureau are the people to speak to and you get that advice through the Beehive Money app or beehivemoney.co.uk. So any mortgage needs, whether it's buying your house, your first house, your second house, your third house, remortgaging, buy to let, anything at all, uh, come and speak to Mortgage Advice Bureau through Beehive Money. Okay, so this sounds absolutely brilliant. And I guess what I want to know, and I'm sure a lot of our listeners is, if they are keen to sign up to Beehive Money, what exactly does the process look like and what can they expect? Yeah, so, so Beehive Money is the home for the Nottingham's digital savers, as we talked about before. So that means we've got a great app on both app stores, so Google Play or, or, or the Apple App Store. Uh, just head there, uh, download the app, and you'll be able to register with as simple as a, your email address, choose a password, um, your mobile phone number so we can stay in t- contact with you um, and register. You know, from there, you can open an account and, and access the marketplace. To be honest, that sounds amazing. And I think there are so many of our listeners who will find that so helpful. And like it, it's really helped clarify a few things for me. For our listeners who have listened to this and they want to check out Beehive Money and Mortgage Advice Bureau, where where should they go to find you guys? Go to beehivemoney.co.uk, check us out on there and then absolutely download the app. You'll find it on Google Play in the App Store. Download the app, open an account, and from there you'll have not only a great account, um, particularly if you go for the lifetime ISO and use this to buy your first house, but you'll be able to access the marketplace. And that's exactly where you can go to... um, get get some great advice from Mortgage Advice Bureau and start that journey. Amazing. Thank you so much. And just to add in, it is important to remember that your home may be repossessed if you don't keep up repayment on your mortgage. And there may be a fee for mortgage advice. The actual amount that you'll pay will depend on your individual circumstances. And the fee is up to 1%, but a typical fee is 0.3% of the amount borrowed. 